Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. May 23rd, The Movement continues. Shannon D. Hughes and I welcome you once again to The Movement. And I want to get right on this right away. 866-472-5795 is the phone number. If you'd like to call in and ask questions of our two guests or have any comments, international we are growing weekly. Here's your number, 001-480-398-1405. That's 001-480-398-1405. And always, emailing is also an option, Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. I have two wonderful ladies joining me today. Um, first up is a woman who is a survivor of divorce. She is a best-selling author and a speaker and a coach, and she is certified as a trainer from the John Maxwell team. This is a very multi-talented woman, and uh, she is a friend of mine as well. And we're going to start off talking today with Zandra Grant. Hello, Zandra. Hello, Shannon. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm so excited about talking with you. Uh, absolutely. Now, I have to, like I said, I have to let people know. Now, some people know and or don't know that Voice America had a contest and uh, it was to, to win this show. And you were one of the main drivers for people voting for me, posting everything all over the social media. So I wanted to say thank you for doing that. So now, and I'm not doing it just to pay you back, but you got a lot of stuff going on and I had to have you on today. So thank you for joining me on the movement today. So let me get all in your business today. So um, you and uh, Sammy, who will be on a little bit later, are survivors of divorce, and that's a pretty big thing. So let me, let's start out a little bit about the marriage. How long were you married? And talk about the marriage. Well, let me, let me just say this. I feel like I survived an unhealthy marriage, and ah. I've overcome and grown through divorce. And so, okay. yeah, that, that, that's just kind of the way that I look at it. Um, okay. And I was married for 11 years and have been divorced now for 10. Okay. So, yeah, it'll be 11 years later this year. Okay. So talk about that, that period after divorce. So after you got divorced, or when you when you knew it was coming, what was your? I don't want to say what's your thought process. What was your thought? Were you nervous? Were you scared? Were you like bring it on? Where you didn't know? What was Zandra's thinking when this was when this was all unfolding? Zandra was uh, in disbelief a lot of it because I just never thought divorce would be my experience. Didn't really okay. think I I believed in divorce, and when it just kind of struck me that, you know what, I don't think this marriage is going to make it. And, right. you know, at that point, it's like, okay, so what can I do to try to make it, make it, try to make it better? And, you know, there's only so much that you can do. And then once you feel like you've done, I felt like I did everything I could do um, to make it work. And then it was like, I hit this point, then I did everything I could do to make it not work. And how does that even happen? It's like you start making some decisions and you look at me like, how did I get in this position? How is this happening? This is a lifetime movie. I don't even believe some of the things that I've done and certainly some of the things that I've said and all that is in the first book. But it was more or less, I spent more time in disbelief that, are you for real right now? And then it's like, I grieved my marriage while I was married as I was realizing that it was not going to work. Doesn't mm. mean that I didn't grieve 
it after the divorce, but I think I grieved the majority of it leading up to the divorce. And then once the divorce happened, it was like, okay, now I can kind of see that there, I'm going to be okay. I'm actually going to be okay. I spent nights scared, um, afraid, lonely, stressed, depressed, right. suicidal thoughts, you name it. I, I was kind of in that place during was the process. There- was there a point when the divorce was coming where, where you said to yourself, you know, maybe I can save it. Maybe there's a last ditch effort where it'll be saved and everything will be fine and I'll be married, you know, for the rest of my life. Did you did you ever did that ever cross your mind? No, no, because I felt like so much had happened. So much mm-hmm. distrusted. The trust had been totally destroyed. Mm-hmm. And um, I never, never had that thought. I think for me, Shannon, I think I knew that I did everything that I could do mm-hmm. already. And right. I knew that I needed to get myself to a better place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And that that was going to be the only way that could happen. Divorce would be mm-hmm. the only way that would happen. Right. And that right. was difficult because I am a member of the church. And mm-hmm. it was like, wait, so are you saying, and I, these, are mm-hmm. my, these, are, these are my thoughts, are you saying that? As much as God hates divorce, that your better place is walking through that. And what I learned was this, and I had so many meetings with my elder. I love those guys so much. I had a great team. What, mm-hmm. um, what I learned was, yes, God hates divorce, just like he hates sin, but he loves right. the person. Right, right. And so now and let's talk hard. about, the, I, I'm, I'm imagining it was. So let me ask this now. You have two young boys, uh, so they were young when this was going on. If if I'm if I if the timeline is correct, what was your? I'm sure they had to be in the forethought in your in your a forefront of your thoughts. So, what was it like, you know, dealing with the kids during the divorce? Like, how did you have a conversation with them? Did you kind of well, I'll let them see what's happening and let them ask. How did how did you how did you and your ex husband deal with that? No. Um we both had our own conversations with them and really okay. it was with the oldest cause the youngest was much too small, but it right. was just, it was simple. You know, it was, you know what? Um, mom and dad are getting divorced. That means we will no longer be married and we will no longer live in the same house. Right. And, um, he was, he heard it and he saw the, um, two homes. And mm-hmm. so that kind of made it real. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, I just, I just did my part to make sure that he knew that we both love him mm-hmm. and that we were both going to be there with him and for him then. And that was just going to be, it's just going to be different. Life is just right. going to be different. Was he at any point, the oldest, so this would be the oldest son. Was he at any point, did mm-hmm. you ever no, notice any, I don't know, being withdrawn from you, um, your ex-husband, his friends? Did, 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 was there ever a period where he was kind of quiet and kept himself and you kind of let him be? Or was he still very engaging with you all during the divorce period? I think he had his time where he was withdrawn. For a lot of teenagers, that is teenage years from mm-hmm. 13 to 14 and 15. Um, right. And yet, at the same time, he managed to... Um, work through it. I think it depends on pa- the parents. I think it right. has a lot to do with the parents, and and it's more than just being present. It's it's being present and not it's it's finding that balance between forcing conversations and yes. kind of keeping l- things light and a little easy. 
all yes. of this at the same time while not giving him a pass because, oh, he's dealing with our divorce. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're trying right. not to overcompensate. You're trying not to buy their love. You're trying not to let them get away with things in school and at home. Yes. But you're also trying to show them love and nurture them through it. And, and you know, and parenting is a trial and error kind of thing. It's different for each kid with each right. kid. And right. you try it. You see, okay, is this kind of conversation work? Does this tone work? Do these words work? And you just massage it until you find that thing that causes that child to get their attention and allow them to receive the love that you're trying to give them. Right. Right. Now, it's interesting. I had a friend of mine who was just recently divorced, probably, I think it was about six months ago, Zandra. And one of the, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if, I don't know if this applies to you, but one of the things she said to me was she felt that, and again, this was her experience. She felt that sometimes Mm -hmm. when you say I'm recently divorced, sometimes people look at you like you have a scarlet letter on your chest, like I'm a bad person. The marriage didn't work because of me, or I wasn't able to make it work. Did you ever have that feeling or that anxiety about it after the divorce had gone or when you were going through the process and it, and it became final? Oh, absolutely. And because the situation with my divorce was so out there um, and I will, I'll try not to go too into the story, but it was right. because of some things that I had done. I felt like, yes, I had a big red letter. I didn't wear okay. a sweater. It was like tattooed in my forehead. And so it was like, I wish it would have just been a sweater because it would have kind of been symbolic to take the sweater off and let myself breathe and give myself some grace. But how do you get a tattoo off your forehead? You know? Right. And so I felt like I had this big tattoo. Here I am. Um, Look, I look like a single black mother, woman with two children that look like they probably have different daddies because one is dark skinned and one is not as dark. So it's like, you know, so I honestly felt like I'm walking through the grocery store pushing a basket with a lighter skinned baby than the one that I'm holding hands for and no wedding ring. So for me, I was very conscious to the point that I almost would just not go out in public. And wow. I had to get out of my own self's head, realizing that nobody thinking about you and your situation. They got their own stuff going on. But that's how you feel. You feel like all eyes are on you. And don't even mention visiting a new church. Wow. I believe it. I believe yeah. it. So we got a couple minutes before the break, and I don't want to ask all these questions because I'm going to want you and Sammy on together <laughs> when I ask a few more. But tell me, when did the light bulb come on saying, I have to turn this around. I have to do something. Do you remember that aha moment? Oh, let me try this. What did, do you remember where you were? What, 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 when did the light come on for you? It came on on a Friday night after the boys had been picked up. Um, mm-hmm. And I say boys, they're young men now. One is 16 and one is 22, almost 23 in college. So um, they had just been picked up. And uh, this was probably, I would say probably about five, uh, eight, nine years ago. And um, so it was about a year, two years into the divorce, and I, I had this overwhelming sense of sadness and deep depression, and it was that whole thing where you're trying to figure out how to be at home alone without the kids and feel okay. guilty about enjoying that quiet time and them being gone, and, and I had this, like, this cry that was going on and stirring up that when it finally came out, it was 
very overwhelming, and I just kept crying out. I hadn't prayed in a long time. I stopped reading the Bible because I felt like I was being condemned because of my situation. And so I just felt like what I had done, I was too far from God's reach, and I couldn't take God. I couldn't say, oh, Lord, wow. I, I couldn't do any of those things because I was carrying the, the burden of what had gone on. And right. um, that was that was basically the straw. That night, that Friday night, um, I call it my darkest day. And right. it was that night that I realized in the mix of those hours of crying and not being able to breathe and not being able to see and just being there, that it was as though it was audible. I had a teddy bear sitting on a chair, and I decided that that had to that had to be kind of like God for me. I could have a conversation that way. I couldn't have an upward conversation because I felt too far gone. And right. so it was when I allowed that conversation to begin that mm-hmm. he touched my heart and said, Zandra, I've been right here waiting for you the whole time. I've never left you. I've been right wow. here. Wow. That is and wonderful it was, to hear. It was that day. Yes. Yeah, it was that wow. day. So yes, I remember that night really, really well. But, wow. um, so yeah, it took me going to my lowest and having that deepest cry um, and that deepest calling to him and for him for mm-hmm. me to realize that he was honestly there the entire time. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to place you on hold. We're going to go into commercial because we're going to bring our second guest on because I would love for her to talk about her experiences as well. So when we come back, uh, we're going to come back with Sammy Tucker. So we will be right back on the movement right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
then Me Too Month of May continues. And if you have missed any of our past episodes, you can go to voiceamerica.com and check in on the Influencers channel. And all our past previous episodes are on there on demand. And we are also available in iTunes. So after this wonderful episode today, you'll be able to download that later this evening. And we already heard from Zandra Grant talking about how her dealing with divorce has affected her life. And now I'm going to bring on my second superstar. She is just a champion. She's an overcomer. Uh, She went through a tragic accident. Uh, She also dealt with divorces as well and thought her career was over. But she also, like Zandra, decided to empower herself and channel right right through it. So right now I want to introduce my second guest to to the movement, Samantha Tucker. Hello, Samantha. Hello. Hello, my friend. Boy, this has been a long day coming. I have been so excited since even before you, you, your show started. Just oh to my God. see the yeah. impact that you are able to bring to the world. I love it. Well, you knew you were already on my on my list for this, and I I had talked about talked with you about this months ago. So for this day to finally come is has been fantastic. So we're going to go to the divorce in a minute, but I want to get your thoughts because again, this was a theme month, so I had you all on it, and I'll ask Zandra about it when we bring her back on later in the show uh, about the Me Too movement. You already know you keep your ear to the ground. You know everything that's going on and. And uh, this was just my contribution to the Me Too movement, just to show women that are actually overcoming all of these obstacles and things of that nature. I would love to get your thoughts on, you know, the, just the Me Too movement or just maybe some of the misperceptions or the, some of the things that go on with this, if you don't mind, Samantha. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I grew up in a family of emotional, physical and sexual abuse. I've, I've, I've had that. Um, I've been sexually harassed. I've, I've, I've been on... I see the Me Too movement like any other group in the world. There's always two sides. Right. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Every moment of our day, we're Me Tooing. Whether right. it's I'm Me Tooing identifying with somebody that is going through an issue, or I'm Me Tooing identifying with my social group, or I'm Me Tooing identifying with what I do for a, a living, or the things that I believe in, or the things that I'm passionate about, or the things I don't want to do, we're constantly Me Tooing. Right. So what I loved about the Me Too movement is it brought awareness, and I think it brought a platform and a, you know, there's, there's power in numbers, and there's comfort and safety in numbers. And it, it, I saw it, in my view, and, I, and I'm not saying that this is a general view, so please, people, if you have a different opinion, I honor and respect that. But through my filter and my lived experience, this is what I was um, happy to see come about through the Me Too movement. And I got to see a bunch of individuals, men and women alike, step from one side of the Me Too coin, which is finding fault and living as a victim and living in shame, right, to the other side of the Me Too coin, which is taking responsibility and empowering their internal voice to say, yeah, Me Too and, yes, this happened to me, but and guess what? I'm going to step out in power and I'm going to help my fellow men and women and I'm going to build this movement where we can feel safe and we can maybe change some policies and we can change some viewpoints and we can change our lives and step into the power of our own voice and our own story. Could not That's said what it I love better. about the Me Too movement. Absolutely. And I think with Zandra, I said it with her when saying when she was talking about divorce and how wearing that scarlet letter, I think there are probably some victims out there, Samantha, where they feel like they're you know, kind of shunned out and cast it out. And even when they speak, they probably feel even more that way. And I think what you said is true. You know, 
own stand in your light. You don't have to be ashamed. Speak up. And and I hope it really is taken to effect to where it's really starting to people to empower themselves. Now, there are some some drawbacks to some things that I don't like. I'm not going to comment on that today, but I agree with everything you just said on that. So well said on your part. Thank you. Thank you. And that's, it, there's, it's, that's true in every aspect of life. I think every movement. There's always going to be a group of people that are just going to use it to really highlight the pain and the loss and the suffering and the why I can't get past this and why I can't give life and breath to my dreams and hopes because of somebody else's actions on me. And again, that's not taking responsibility. That's always looking for fault. And that just right. keeps you living small. It keeps you living in victimhood. And I love it when people step out in their power and go, you know what, I get that that's your opinion. And I respect that you have that opinion. I'm a veteran. I fought for you to have that opinion. But guess what? Your opinion, sweetheart, is none of my business. It right. is none of my business, and I'm going to step out of my own power. And if you right. want to stand beside me and walk forward with me into ways that we can improve our own lives, yes. ways that we can take this, this collective awareness that we all have now, because awareness is progress. Right. So once you have that awareness as an individual, as a community, as a nation, as a world, what are you going to progress into? Are you going to progress into further fault-finding and victimhood, or are you going to progress into, let's take responsibility and make positive change? Well, God, you give me so many sound bites and you're what you just said. So let me segue. You said empowerment and stepping out and stepping forward. Let's talk about you a little bit more. So again, Zandra also dealt with divorce. You did as well. Tell me what it was like you dealing with that. Well, I've been divorced three times. And I want to preface this with saying that every one of the men that I married and loved, loved me and brought everything that they knew how to do to the table. Okay. I believe that everybody has value. I don't believe that everybody adds value to mm-hmm. a situation or to each other. I right. brought a lot of baggage into my marriages, um, and I brought everything that I knew how to do. But I brought a lot of brokenness. And okay. it, there came a point as I was getting ready to go through my third divorce where I'm railing against men. And, I, and, and all my friends at the time were railing against men. We're all divorcees. And and just kind of hating on men. And there just came a moment where I realized, you know what? I'm the common denominator in all of these marriages. Uh, So it might be time for me to take a step back. And I was in that contemplative mode when, you know, boom, one day I get into a a, a horrific motorcycle accident. Okay. And most of my left arm was ground off and I'm bleeding out in the ditch. And you've heard my story. Yes. Um, and it was that, there was a moment in that ditch, Shannon, where mm-hmm. I got that opportunity to look back over my life. And I didn't see all the highs and the lows and that my, my holding my children and, and all the great things. I, I had one overwhelming thought and feeling, and that was just incredible remorse. Right. For the fact that I didn't take responsibility for my own life and I didn't live out my dreams and passions. I lived wow. small. I lived in right. fear. I lived in shame. I lived in wow. guilt and anger. And it became incredibly clear to me at that point that that was my doing. That Now, taking responsibility for all that does not condone the actions of those who abused me when I was young or, or lied to uh, me or cheated or yes. any of those things. 
So right. don't get forgiveness and empathy confused with condoning. It's totally different Correct. worlds. Correct. But when I came at my own life and took responsibility for the chaos and wreck that I had left behind mm-hmm. and had empathy for people and forgave them, it set me free. It set me free. Very nice. And Was I could the- I get excited about life and go, you know, I don't know what life is going to look like now, but I know it's going to be awesome because I'm in control, and one of the things that God told me, I mean, the breakthrough thing that he told me was, you are mine. So when my relationship with my creator became clear, that set the foundation for everything. And I no longer came at situations from an I'm not enough mentality. Somebody else has harmed me mentality. I don't have the life that I want because of other people's mentality. I took responsibility and realized that absolutely everything that I need to create an amazing life was in me from the moment I was conceived. I didn't have to become anything else. I just had to take off all the crappy labels that people had put on me and I had chosen to accept. I love it. Now, let me ask, uh, Samantha, uh, and I'm going to ask probably another divorce question when I have you back on with Zandra. So after the accident... Um, now, obviously, you had had you had started looking at, you know, in, you know, looking into yourself saying, what could I have done better, you know, with the previous marriages? So after the accident happened, would you say and again, I'm not putting words in your mouth. Would you say that the accident because you sound like you kind of talked about it earlier, that the accident kind of really brought things into focus to where the some of the things that you were, had a difficult time looking at yourself you, you had that, like you said, you had that moment in time and said, you know what, it's just kind of, now I'm going to deal with this. So now you're dealing with this accident, um, and now you've got a couple things to juggle now. So tell me what it was like immediately after the accident and where your mindset was. Immediately after the accident, I was free. I was free from all of, you know, even the scarlet letter and all of the, the labels, the divorcee, three-time loser, I'm a former meth addict. I had tried to commit suicide. I had an amazing career in the Air Force and the Department of the Army. I let go of all of it and just became what I'd always been, and that's the beloved of God. Yes. And with that, even, even with that new awareness of my identity, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to save my marriage. Mm. We, we tried. I mean, we ended up getting divorced, and it's okay because... He's an amazing, wonderful man that I mm-hmm. still love to this day. Okay. But we just weren't meant to be together. Gotcha. And so I let that go and I stopped feeling like a failure. Mm. And just honor him and my other two ex-husbands for being the amazing men that they are. Our, our lives were, were chaos and the, and the marriages were awful and there was a lot of trauma, but I was just free to go, all right, you know what, if I want an amazing man, which I do, I have to look at who I want that guy to be, and then I right. have to become the type of woman that he would honor and cherish and actually be attracted to. I so love that's it. how I approached marriage, and you know, I'm single now, and I would love to get married again. I have spent the past seven and a half years becoming the type of woman that I need to be for that man that God has for me to be attracted yes. to. Right. Right. Oh, I, you know what? I cannot wait because now we're going to go to commercial and we're going to bring Zandra back because now I'm going to have both of you talented women on and we're going to talk about 
divorce a little bit. I want to bounce a few questions off the two of you, and I'm just loving your story. And we're going to talk about some of your projects and things of that nature as long, as long with Zandra in, in the final segment of the show. So when we come back, I will have both Zandra Grant and Samantha Tucker joining me. We will be right back on The Movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. We most certainly would love to hear from you, 866-472-5795. Email the show, Shannon, at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. And again, if you call in, you don't have to have a question. You can call in and comment. And with this topic today and both of these talented ladies, comments will be welcome. I am speaking with Zandra Grant and Samantha Tucker. Both are coaches and authors and soon-to-be authors and best-selling authors and all of that good stuff. So now I have both of them on, and now we're going to get into it. So, hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Good to be back. All right. So now let me ask both of you, and I'm actually, I'll start with uh, Samantha on this one. What is, and it'll be the same question for you, Zandra, what is the mis- one misperception about divorce that you think that's out there that you wish people would kind of, you know, maybe get a, maybe, you know, get more informed about? What, what would you think is one misperception about divorce? I'll start with you, Samantha. Oh, gosh, that's a really good question. Um, well, thank you very much. I, I think there's a lot of perceptions because we all view it through our own lived experience, whether that's, you know, through the filter of what we went through with our parents or our families. And what I wish that people would spend a little bit more time on, and, I, and I, when I say people, I, I kind of am talking back to myself, you know, before I went through my first um, marriage and first divorce is, I wish people would really put some time in understanding who they are 
so that they went when they come into a marriage it, it's it's a partnership okay instead of you complete me right because when you're looking to another person to complete you that's a burden no other burden no no shoulders can bear wow so I love it. divorce isn't necessarily a failure on anybody's part but i really would encourage people to look at who they are who their val- what their values are what their goals are and find somebody that really partners well with you instead of looking for somebody to fill your holes and, and, and fill your gaps. Because I think I lo- marriage should be a partnership. Right. Zandra? I love Sandy's answer. I, I love that. That's definitely something that I definitely agree with. I would, I would ditto that. And then I would add to it that life is not over after divorce. Right. Divorce is actually an opportunity to reinvent yourself. Now that you're a little older and surely a little wiser, you've lived through some things, you now hopefully you've done the work to get to know yourself, you do the work to heal, and then you can begin to reinvent yourself in this, in this new space. So the misperception is that life is over after divorce. I'm doomed. I'm unhappy. I'm by myself. I'm alone. I'm broken and I'm unlovable. And that's just really a misperception. Okay. Let me ask, let me ask that quick. Let me ask this question. Both of you. I'll start with you, Zandra, on this one. Talk about Mm -hmm. when you, when you started to heal, both of you, Uh, I'll start with you, Zandra. What was it like when the healing process started? Was it an adjustment? Was it easy to start healing? Was it, tell me what it was like when you started to heal and some of the things you dealt with or you were doing to try to kind of heal yourself and get going. The first part of healing for me was all about owning what I had done and what I had not done. And owning that was not easy, but it was easier to find a way to own it, to acknowledge it, and own it than to not. Because then once I began to own it and acknowledge it, then I could begin the real healing that I needed to do to get to know this me and to figure out how to not repeat certain mistakes and how to grow forward from there. Right. Samantha? Yeah, absolutely. 100%, Sandra. That's that's such a, a key element that I think a lot of people miss. Yeah, I had to own, and just like I was doing the rest of my life, I was owning the responsibility for it. Um, and it, it, it took me years to get over my last marriage. Um, mm mm-hmm. And it w- I had my one aha moment on the 405 in California one day when I realized that I was still in love with the man that I wanted him to be, that I knew he could mm. become, that mm. he had absolutely no interest in being. And, and then I was like, oh, my God, I have been angry at this guy for not being the man that, he, that I want him to be. I went into it seeing potential and wanting to change him. And bring that out, and he had no interest in that. And like I said, he's honestly an amazing man. But I also had to, so one of my biggest breakthroughs was letting go of just letting him be him and stop resenting that he didn't become the man that I thought he could be. Wow. Okay. All right. We're actually up, up against commercial break in a couple minutes. I'll need a quick answer from the both of you. And it sounds like I already know what the answers are. So if you had it to do over again, would you get married, Samantha? 
yeah, I, I want to get married um, again someday because the person that I am now is not the person that I was, was when I got married the previous three times. I'm just completely different. So, yes, absolutely. Zandra? Absolutely. And I don't even consider it remarrying. I consider it marrying, period. Um, because, yeah, it, again, just like Amy said, I'm a new person. And this is a new, a new place in my journey. And so, yes, I will get married again. All right. We, we got another minute. I want to use this really quickly. Uh, really quickly, I'm going to start with you, Zandra. You know, divorce rates is really, really high. And I know you are both aware of that. Give me one fact that you think that the divorce rate is high. First, Zandra, then Samantha. People don't know who they are. They don't accept who they are. When they look in the mirror, people are quick to see flaws instead right. of appreciating the person that is standing in front of them. And so when they walk into a marriage, it, it's going to be hard if you don't know who you are. If you don't love you, nobody else can. And you got to know who you are to be able to really love you. That, I believe, is a big reason why marriages are failing. Absolutely, Samantha. Absolutely. You're right on the hit the nail on the head. And I also believe that we live in a society where we don't fix anything. We throw it away. Oh, and wow. Fix, it's, we, we don't fix anything. It's, it's a disposable society. It's too easy to get divorced. And we don't, we don't even fix ourselves. So it's the default is just divorce. Well, it's broken and I'll find somebody else. Wow, that's fantastic. All right, we are headed to the final break. I am with two talented women, Zandra Grant and Samantha Tucker. After the break, we're going to talk about where they are now, where they're taking their talents to next. So we will be back with Zandra Grant and Samantha Tucker on The Movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
I know a lot of my friends are listening to the show texting me how good the show is, but they're afraid to call in. So I'm going to try this one more time. Don't use my phone number. Use the show's phone number, 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. Don't be ashamed. These two ladies will answer any question you have. And programming note, the final week of the Me Too month of May concludes next week with the anchor legs of this very special month. One is known as the six and segregated seven-figure woman's voice igniter and certified public speaking instructor. The other is the top DJ in Las Vegas. Join me and my guests Alyssa Rushton and Kutmani Chansaflat, a.k.a. DJ Kiki, as they both talk about their journeys and they will also share their thoughts about the women's movement. That is next week on The Movement right here on Voice America on the Influencers Channel. So, Oh, ladies, so now you've talked about where you've gone after the divorce. And just in case I did not say, this is Zandra Grant and Samantha Tucker. And you all have gone through, you know, have gone through. We're all a work in progress. I think the three of us will 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 agree to that. So we are our whips, works in progress. So let's talk about where you all are right now. Samantha, talk about what's going on with you and where you're going with it. Oh, I'm so excited with where my life is right now. When I don't know if you've kind of extrapolated from what we've talked about today, but when I lost my arm, I shed a bunch of labels that allowed me to hear that small, still voice inside of me because when I almost died in that ditch, all my dreams and hopes also almost died. Right. And I am on a mission to help people shed those labels so that they can hear that small voice deep inside of them and give life and breath to the dreams that are that were born within them. So my goal is to help people find their voice and share their story and be unforgettable. So I teach public speaking. I teach how to emerge your voice. I teach how to okay. emerge your life and your passion. And I'm coming out with my online course. And this fall, I will release my book called Emerge, Find Your Voice, Share Your Story, Be Unforgettable. And very, very excited about that. I have that up for pre-sale now on my website, which I'll share that with your audience. And uh, because I believe, Shannon, that there are thousands of people in the world that Mm -hmm. have your name written on their forehead. And, Sandra, your name and my name and your friends' names. And they will only hear the message that they need to hear from you. I could tell them the very same message the very same lessons and they won't hear it because at a certain time that's appointed, they're going to encounter your voice, your message, your story, and it's going right. to change their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Zandra, before you talk, I am not going to let Samantha get away with this. So I want, I, I need to brag on you for a second, Paralympian. Would you care to share that with the audience? Yeah. Yeah. So again, when I came out of that, that ditch, I was like, game on. I'm letting some dreams live and I'm shedding some labels. And I always believed that I wasn't athletic. And um, in 2015, I accidentally picked up archery and set this big, hairy, audacious goal to learn how to shoot archery and make the national and world team and the Paralympic team. And the thing is, is I had six months to get on the national team and 19 months to qualify for the Paralympics. And I didn't even know how to shoot. So I made both of those goals. And I became a history-making Paralympic archer, first woman to represent the United States in U.S. Open Compound Archery and went and shot in Rio and, and just had an amazing time. It was, it was such a huge, life-changing experience. And again, I was able to do that because I shed labels that had me back and I surrounded right. myself with people who 
helped me breathe life into that goal that a lot of people said was impossible. Wow, that is fantastic. 866-472-5795. All right, Zandra, your turn. What, what you got going on there? I got to first give it up to my girl, Sammy. Congratulations. Yes. I mean, yes. that's, some, that's, some, that's some real stuff right there. That is amazing. Yes. Um, Thank I got two ones, and I ain't trying to do that. So congratulations, <laughs> lady. That is outstanding. <laughs> Thank you. I Sammy, appreciate what it. I have going on, I am so super excited about because I'm doing exactly what I'm uh, enabling people in a way that I wished I had been enabled. I am helping people to grow through the hurt of their divorce. I've shared my story in my first number one bestseller, Better Than Okay, um, which can be found on my website, majormark.org. And I shared my darkest day, which was that Friday night that I shared with you and your listeners. Um, and so now I'm getting ready to publish a divorce recovery workbook that walks people through the doing of that work. Because it's wow. just like Sammy said, it's just like I've said, it's just like we've all three agreed that people do not give themselves the opportunity to heal. Yes, right. we'll grieve, but we don't do the work to heal so that we can enjoy healthy relationships, first of all, with ourselves, and then externally, be it our family and close friends, and then a significant other. So that's what my journey is now about. It's about helping people do the work to heal. I love it. I love it. It was a friend of mine who actually reached out to me because they saw that the, the show flyers for the two of you being on. And even though she, she is not able to get a hold of me, you know, during the show because she's at work, but she she actually kind of didn't tell me to ask you the question, but I, I would love to steal this question from her and ask the both of you. Um, she yeah. said that a, for a while when she was divorced, now she had been, she's been divorced now for about 11 years. And she said one of the things that she saw in herself that people were telling her about that she was ashamed to admit is when she was after the divorce, a lot of times she would play victim, meaning woe is me. Um, I'm divorced. You know, I'm, I'm looking for handouts and people to always tell me it's going to be okay. Patting me on the back, patting me on the back, patting me on the back. When then she said someone finally told her, okay, enough of the sulking, enough of the pity party in pity city, enough of that, enough of that nonsense. You've got to get up mm -hmm. and do what you got to do. And it sounds like, and I think I'm hitting on both of your cycles here, that that's what you all are trying to do. You're trying to tell people at some point you have got to pick up, pick your, pick up the straps and just keep going. Is that fair to say? I'll start with you, Samantha. Yeah, it, it, it's not necessarily just keep going, but start going in a different direction and yes. stop looking for somebody to empower you, somebody yes. to give you permission right. and realize that you were born with everything that you need to become really freaking incredible. Yes. You were born with a purpose on purpose and the answers and everything you need is within you. Now, if you're looking at your life and you don't like what you're seeing, you need to take a hard look at why you have those things in your life. Are your right. friends bringing you down? Is your environment bringing you down? Are they not supporting you? If you express your dreams, do they support that? Or do they say you're, you're, you're crazy, you're stupid, who do you think you are? And find people who will support the type of life you want to live because you deserve it. And you only deserve it because you have breath and God created you. It's not because you have a title. It's not because you have the right car. It's not because you have the right job. It's not because you've never been divorced. 
It's because you exist. You have that right. That's a God-given right. He created us to have life and have it more abundantly. Stop looking for other people to give you permission. Zandra? Absolutely. And it's, it, you know, it, the, the bottom line is this. Be your own rescue. That's yes. what you have to be. You have to make the decision that, you know what, I'm going to stop asking people for permission. I'm going to stop looking for people to validate me. And I'm going to be my own rescue. This is now, you know, it come, people call it being selfish. I call it self-love because that's what it takes. You have to get back to you. And the only way to do that is to sit down with yourself and take a look, just like Samantha said. What is it about your life that you no longer like? What is it that you now need to change? And it starts with you. It starts with self. With you two, um, you know, being divorced, there was, again, people won't call the show, so they'll text me during the show. So unprofessional me to look, but someone texted me a question, mm-hmm. so I will ask the question, actually. So here's the question. <laughs> she, she, she asked, do you think sometimes that when when people are looking to get married, let's say for their first time, looking to get married, but they hear the word divorce, that they allow the word the divorce the word divorce to scare them out of getting married. Zandra? I would say that a person that allows the word divorce to stop them or scare them from getting married does not need to get married in the first place. Hello. When you when you make that commitment to someone, it's right. not about anybody else. It's about the two of you. And it goes right back to what I said. Number one, you have to know who you are. Right. Know who you are and love who you are. Know what you want before you ever walk into a commitment like that. This Samantha. period. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know who you are, if you don't know mm-hmm. what you want and you don't love who you are, you need right. to not be in any relationships. And you need to do that work first. I love it. Samantha, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. You can't be afraid of something if you have the confidence within you that it's never going to happen. So somebody that says, I'm not going to get married because I'm afraid of divorce, somehow innately knows that when things got hard, they would, they would, they would lean towards divorce. So again, do the work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't mm-hmm. let, if somebody is using the possibility of divorce as an excuse for not getting married, I would ask them what they're really afraid of. Yes. Because I doubt that it's divorce. It's something uh, deeper than that. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, ladies, I, you all have got like a million things going on. So I'm going to start with you, Samantha. Tell them where they can find you, talk about your upcoming book, the title, all your stuff. Please go ahead and shoot it out there for me. Yes. So I'm going to make it really easy, guys. It's Sammy, S-A-M-M-I-T-U-C-K-E-R.com. And all my social media links are on there. You can click the book tab. The book is called Emerge. Find your voice, share your story, be unforgettable. And I step you through my seven-step process that I went through after losing my arm, which, you know, good news, hallelujah, you don't have to lose an arm, just shed all these labels and give power to your internal voice. Um, but I'll step you through the process. I'm just going to help you identify what are you really afraid of? Where did that come from? How do you get rid of it? What do you really want in life? What are your values? And how do you get there? So it's pre-sale right now. It'll be coming out in the fall. So, you know, order your copy today. And when that hits the, when it hits, comes hot off the presses, we'll get it out there to you in the mail. And follow me. There's all my social media links on there. Follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and all of that. And, and I'll be coming out with my online courses um, here probably within about six weeks is when we expect to launch. 
Very nice. Zandra? Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Major Mark. I A M M A J O R M A R K. And um, my website is majormark.org, M A J O R M A R K dot O R G. And the first book is titled Better Than Okay. It's a short read and is full of juicy information that just gives people hope and encouragement. And the second book, the Divorce Recovery Workbook, is called Journey to Better Than Okay. So all of that information I'll be posting and blitzing it out on social media and most definitely on the website. Oh, it's been an honor and a privilege to have both of you ladies on. I'm going to give you two about 90 seconds apiece. I want you all both, and I'm going to start with you, Zandra. Give us one thing. Um, again, this is this is a theme off about the Me Too movement, about divorce, about recovery. Anything you want to say to this audience, and I'm going to get let Sammy get the last 90 seconds. Okay. I would say just for everyone, learn who you are. Every, just like every day is a new day, it is your new opportunity to get to know you and to allow you to bless yourself and be a blessing to other people. Love you and receive the love that is around you. Make no matter about what it looks like or what you think it should look like or what it should feel like. That love can be as simple as someone holding a door, giving you a smile, saying hello. Receive the love that is around you and give it back. But love who you are no matter what. Be unapologetic for who you are and for loving yourself, period. I love it. Samantha? Absolutely. I want to real quick give kudos to your friend who obviously when her friend made her aware that, hey, it's time to stop whining and move on and and grow and heal, that she took that moment of awareness and progressed into responsibility. And that's what I want to focus. People, when, when we become aware of something, we have two choices. We either continue to progress into fault-finding and victimhood or into taking responsibility and growing. And when you take that second road into responsibility and growing, that's where your life becomes the amazing miracle that you were designed to have in the first place. Find people who support that kind of progress because the Uh, world needs to hear your story. I love it. I love it. Go to Sammy, S-A-M-M-I, Tucker.com and reach out to her and, and order her book that is coming. I am MajorMark.org. The Zonza going to pick up her book, Better Than Okay. Ladies, it was an honor and a privilege to have you both on the movement. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Shannon. Shannon. Yes. Sammy, it was a pleasure doing the show with you. It, it was awesome. I hope to meet you in person someday. Absolutely, 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 absolutely. And I am going to close with my motivational minute. Divorce does not mean defeated. You just heard both of these talented ladies talked about everything they've gone through. And guess what? They're still alive today talking about it. They are they're, they're resilient. They have gutso and they're out there doing what they need to do to inspire others. They turn their tragedies into triumphs and they are out there sharing their stories. And I hope you all support them as much as you possibly can. Remember, divorce does not mean defeated. It just means another opportunity to grow. This is Shannon D. Hughes, 
Thank you for joining the movement. Tune in next week when we have Alicia Rustin and DJ Kiki, and they will round out the Me Too movement month of May. It's been an honor and privilege to talk to you guys this week. Remember, I love you. and There's nothing you can do about it. And remember, if you want to get ahead in life, you got to get a little movement in your life. See you all next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.